All right. Hello, everybody. It's uh, time for the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. It's me and it's me, Josh, and Jeremy on the uh, on the podcast. We're talking about Elimination Chamber from uh, Perth, Australia. So, uh, uh, shut up. Don't make fun of me. Mind you, my other brother is in the background <laughs> talking shit like he usually does. But uh, we're talking. Uh, this pay-per-view was like, uh, like way shorter than I thought. And it's mostly because I, I heard that there was only an hour and 50 minutes of wrestling on the card. So with commercials and everything involved, it seemed like it was just There was weird. only five matches with yeah. the kickoff show match. Yeah. So literally the during second... the card, there was only four. Yeah. So pretty much like uh, it's the third pay per view in a row. There's been like five, yeah, like matches. four or five matches, yeah. So it's like it's kind of nice that it's like a three hour long pay per view. That way, it's not like so overbearing like it was doing at one point where they were doing two pay per views a month when we were doing uh, first starting doing this. I think uh, where it was like we were doing one Raw and one SmackDown pay per view. <laughs> Like every month or like every two weeks or something like that, it seemed like. Well, it's also helped. You guys recall we took a break in between a few pay-per-views because it was like there was one after another. So there was like six that we missed because I think it was something like that. Because we, It was at least four, was, I know that, because I think there was, there was a WWE AEW pay-per-view pay-per-views. and an AEW pay-per-view yeah. every month. For like yeah. five months straight, so it was like, yeah, it wasn't so bad with the AEW ones when it was like every three months or whatever, and then it would coincide with the rest, the WWE ones to make it a little bit easier. And then we got like so behind that it was just easier just to talk about uh, the latest one, and then if uh, people wanted to have us cover them at a later date or whatever, especially trying to get. Liam on here for Wrestle Dream and stuff like that. Knowing that you guys went to it, <laughs> it was kind of hard to do that. So, well, uh, with the school schedule and stuff, but yeah, yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, and other anyway, events. we might as well uh, because they but pretty did much you just say started... we're talking about Elimination Chamber. I don't yeah, even know I, if you said I, that. Okay. I started Elimination Chamber for first. Okay. Yes. I said that we were talking about that one first. And then, uh, what's it called? Or, well, not first, because this is the only one we're talking about right now. But, uh, uh, so anyway, it was the women's elimination chamber match where it was, um, for whoever goes against Rhea Ripley. So it was Becky Lynch. And mind you, my iPad is just not wanting to cooperate today, so I don't have the list up. But well, it was, it was Becky Lynch, Belair. Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Raquel Rodriguez, and Tiffany Stratton. But did you want to talk about the fact that during the pre-show, the Kabuki Warriors faced off against Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell? Oh, so, I didn't even see that. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, I also didn't. But, I thought that they stopped doing kickoff matches pretty much. Yeah, so. they did one during it. And so I'm assuming because Indy Hartwell's from Australia, right? Mm-hmm. So she, so I'm yeah, assuming so that's why it's in there. Yeah, for that. Yeah, reason. I'm assuming yeah. that's why they put that on there because and it's not like all... there was any lead up to this match at all. Um, yeah, and also at the same time they mentioned about Bronson Reed being on the show, but then 
he was he had to mention because people were freaking out why he wasn't on the card, and he was saying that he wanted to go and like I guess uh, his wife decided to have her baby early, I guess. So he had yeah. to, so he couldn't attend it. Otherwise they probably would have had him in the elimination chamber match. Maybe I'm guessing. So anyway, like the women's what, elimination which, chamber, huh? Which, what? which that wouldn't have made sense to me, but um, oh, like him being in it. Yeah. Considering, well, unless he took Logan Paul's place. I mean, yeah, but everybody but else. But I mean, do you think it, anybody would have t- taken his place now? I mean, either that or like Bobby Lashley or something. No, he's been feuding with Karrion Cross, you know? Like, uh, but anyway, with the Elimination Chamber match, I think this was better than the men's one, but I, I'm not by much. It's like, I noticed too. It's like well, the men's match was hampered, but we'll talk about that when we get there. But it was a little hampered by how you figured what was going to happen, or like well, how you no, knew it was it hampered. Was we'll happen. talk about it when we get to it. But Randy Orton, I oh, think. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'll just catch that there. But now this match, I don't know if Becky. Well, we'll talk about it, but I don't know if the winner was really the one that should have won but oh um, yeah so like everybody the crowd was hot for tiffany stratton from the extremely gate, the gate. like they were like it's tiffy time and all this stuff which i can understand why people like tiffany stratton uh, i mean we haven't like mostly because time wise and everything else trying to fit it into our schedule we haven't watched a lot of NXT since uh, they did away with the black and gold stuff and rebranded and Shawn Michaels is ahead of it and all that stuff. So I saw some stuff from her, but like never really, uh, but I see the appeal knowing that she's on the main roster now. Me. <laughs> but, but, uh, Keep talking, going? Josh. Yeah. So really the, the elimination chamber, I think just because Tiffany Stratton did it, it was in it. It was better. Just mostly because, I don't know, she brought fresh life into it because I've seen Bianca go against, Bianca and Becky go against everyone in the ring. I definitely don't think Naomi should have lost the way she did because she, mind you, she was the first elimination and it was like her doing a sunset flip powerbomb onto, I think it was Liv Morgan. And then Tiffany Stratton Pender, and I was like, "Okay, how?" It was how a very awkward count? finish. I don't know how yeah. it turned into I don't her know. getting pinned, but I mean, I'm assuming that maybe Tiffany Stratton missed a cue or something. Like she was supposed to like go in there immediately after they do the powerbomb. I don't know, but like you could see, like Naomi, uh, like right after she did the powerbomb, it was like. She stopped, and then she was like, oh, my back, and, like, laid down, and then Tiffany Stratton came in. So maybe the pacing was off, and that's why it looked like that. Because Nowhere near is that one scene that I saw from AEW where the dude got oh, hit yeah, in the, the middle of the sir. ring, and then yeah. he, he went yeah. about eight feet to his right and flipped over the rope. Yeah. Like, it was nowhere yeah. near like that. But, I mean, it, it was still awkward. Well, um, I'm assuming with that one too, like 
he did the famous turn. Maybe he missed the cue like he was supposed to clothesline him over the ropes. I don't know. Like, that's the only well, something thing. something was when, missed. They should have adjusted. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's was, all I'm saying. Like, he like, just kind of <laughs> definitely got up. Like, it seemed like he was supposed to be eliminated, right? He was supposed to be eliminated, and then... But he eliminated Billy himself. Did the it was, fil- anyway, yeah, it was. like he did the famous there, <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, I guess it's my time, and just flopped backwards, <laughs> right? So I'm like, uh, that's why I'm wondering if, like, Billy Gunn was supposed to, like, run up to him and clothesline him over the rope. Like, that was so, the setup. I know but Becky Lynch anyway. is supposed, you know, is over or whatnot, but my problem is with her being out with the pregnancy and coming back smaller than she was when when she was in WWE before, it doesn't come off very believable anymore that she's going to take out all of these people. And and so I know she was over <laughs> from the Nia Jax stuff, but yeah. Bianca Belair's pushed as a strong person in every matchup she has she always lifts people up that are bigger than she is raquel rodriguez somehow they want to push her as a strong person and she can't really lift anybody up yeah um live morgan naomi they've ne- they're like more movie you know movement type of people and then tiffany stratton can to me she's the most impressive of the bunch movement wise and the funny thing is that she's been around the shortest amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and going off of the, the crowd reaction, the crowd really likes Tiffany Stratton. I don't know if I like her personality wise, but I don't know if you're supposed to, but at the same time, I talk about it when we watch it. She's got one of the, I've shit on Charlotte so many times about her moonsault. Tiffany Stratton's moonsault's one of the best ones out there. Yeah. Uh, I I feel like she kind of ripped off Christopher Daniels the way that she does the... uh, She might have, but she still does it. um, Like, even with the name, like how they call it the prettiest moonsault, but still, I mean, if you do that good of a moonsault, then it shouldn't matter. She (laughs) lands on the people she's hitting. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's like exactly where she should be whenever she lands it. Yeah. So like that, and that's I'm like I also like what she do and does. Like she kind of did it during the Royal Rumble, where she does the. It's hard to explain. It's like where she gets in between their legs and then flips around and like flips them over on top of her or something. Yeah, it's the I'm way that sure she does her... that move. She did it three times in this one. Yeah, with, I think it was Becky Lynch. I think I'm pretty sure she, it's her gymnastics background that helps a lot in this but at the same time the stuff flows when she wrestles and i can't say even the same thing about becky lynch anymore Mm -hmm. she seems almost kind of i don't know if the time off messed her up or or what but i don't feel the same way watching her wrestle that i used to like i never thought that she was the best one in the ring i'll continue to say sasha or mercedes monet or whatever you want to call her when she shows up in AEW soon. Um, yeah. Uh, but she was always the best wrestler hands down to me in, in uh, WWE. And I, I will still now 
now watching all of these females and the females that are currently there, I'm going to say Tiffany Stratton's up there right now. Yeah. Bianca Belair's up there too, and I've never been a fan of Bianca's, but Bianca moves in the ring. That's the one thing I could say. Like A lot of these girls, they'll hit the ring, and because they don't weigh very much, they hit the ring or the the ring rope and they they don't really hit it too hard and it's yeah. like Zelina Vega I talk about all the time she's almost shorter than the top rope I mean so it just looks weird when she hits the ropes and yeah. so um yeah. but I, I, but I mean this match I was not none of these matches I felt were great at all yeah yeah uh, to, I, I, uh, at, I feel like they were just filling time to finish the storytelling for Wrestlemania which is always the drawback of Elimination Chambers every year. It's because, I mean, last time, like, they had Theory and his United States title match or whatever, and then it was like they were just filling it in until John Cena came. You know, like well, the yeah, Theory I mean, like versus this John one, Cena match. The, the Elimination Chamber match is who's going to face uh, Rhea Ripley. So, or or Nia Jax, depending upon how the match went. But you knew going into this, it's in Australia. You knew Ripley wasn't going to lose. So I'm just going to get there. Ripley did yeah. not lose. We'll talk about the match when we get there, which was a shit show. I'll just say that yeah. right now because yeah. Nia Jax was in it. But, um, but at the same time, you knew that it was going to be whoever against Rhea Ripley. Well, you know, who would you – I mean – the fans, who would you want to see face off against Rhea Ripley? Most of uh, these girls have already faced her. Yeah. So it's like... That's so why, like, if anything, that's probably why they were cheering for Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> because so, it would be different from, like... Because it's like Bianca's already fought, like, all of the people. But I can also, but I can yeah, also like, get why they didn't pick Tiffany Stratton, because she just came up to the main roster... Yeah. Like a few weeks ago, Rumble, and, then, yeah. and then she's gonna get a, a main event at WrestleMania because you know yeah. Ripley. This match may get the main event on night one. Yeah, um, possibly, depending yeah. upon how they go with it. So it's like, I mean, well, they did that last year. I mean, I think yeah. the main event was the tag team belt, well, right? But with yeah, uh, with, like, uh, with the year before that, I think it was yeah. Sasha and Bianca, I think. They don't have the Budline stuff going both nights unless they do what I suggested. Yeah. But, but I don't think they're going to do that. Um, that would be the smart thing to do would be to put put Roman on both nights in some capacity. Well, that would I mean, be the smart thing. It makes him ride, um, like work more for what he got. Well, well, but, yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's only two it nights in a row, and then he's off for yeah. however long because yeah. <laughs> odds are he won't win the title or he won't keep the title. But it's hopefully, like, hopefully, well, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, but, fitting with the story, you can't make Cody lose twice. But yeah, Becky you Lynch can't. won <laughs> this match. I don't know. Like I said at the beginning, I don't know if she should have. I'm well, glad I mean, Bianca I didn't win. That, yeah, but I heard people wanted Liv Morgan or Tiffany Stratton to win. I think Liv Morgan should have definitely because she hasn't been in the scene since uh, when she got injured. And well, didn't she have to give up the title because she got hurt? The, I think the and uh, the tag I think team the title tag she team did. title she had yeah. to give up because she got hurt. Yeah. So I mean, and honestly, Liv Morgan and 
Rhea Ripley were tag team partners at one point. Yeah. Weren't they? So, I mean, it's and like that's the one that makes. Rodriguez, too. Yeah, so, they I mean, could have. Like, yeah. yeah, they could have made uh, that all going into this is kind of what I was getting and at. I they think that's one reason why people have talked about, like, uh, is she overpushed? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't say that she was overpushed at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the biggest well, she's not overpushed. She I would say. I would, say, but she's the only. The I mean, problem is in the in the ones that they have, other than Bianca. Yeah, yeah, it's like, but Bianca and Rhea have fought how many times though? You couldn't have done that again. Yeah, I well, mean, that was. A, I agree. Yeah, wasn't it last year's WrestleMania? She, who did she beat? Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, but so then because, it's like. Yeah, because Charlotte had the title and she's had it since. Yeah, I mean, so because but Bianca they were talking and her, I think, about and Rhea should have been the main event or something. But I, I definitely don't agree because I think the t- tag teams match had to have been like up there anyway. Like she, uh, the tag team titles could definitely be in the main event at least once, like of certain pay per views and stuff if they build it right. So. That's only, especially Rhea and Charlotte, it was like, whatever. But, like, if she did, like, the thing is, I would like to have, like, something else with Rhea in it, where it shows that she is massively dominant, whereas she's not just going against Becky. Like, I think they, she could have ended up having a fatal four-way match with four of them, like Liv Morgan included or something, and then her still look dominant. Because so I, I guess... I, yeah. So I, I guess since let's see. What has she done? So yeah, so since she won the title My in the background. <laughs> she she defeated Zelina Vega, Natalia twice, Raquel Rodriguez twice, Nia or three times actually. Nia Jax once, Shayna Baszler once, Zoe Stark twice, Ivy Nile once, and actually Nia Jax just tonight, but, but yeah, so she hasn't faced off against Liv Morgan yet. And, yeah. and well, obviously Tiffany Stratton, cause she's new, but you know, when you look at who, so Bianca, she hasn't faced yet. So I guess that could have made sense too. Yeah. I, I was thinking Bianca and her had, had, uh, faced off since she won the That's title. That's what I'm but curious about. She hadn't. Because Bianca has to have a match in WrestleMania, so who is she going to go against? That's why I figured that they should do Jade Cargill, but it sounds like she ain't going to be ready still, so they ain't going to put her in a match for for WrestleMania. But it can also happen. So, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know. That, unless I mean, they do a tag team what... title match or something. Yeah, they got to do something with some of these people. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what, I mean, right now it's Becky and Rhea, but you know, they can always change something going into yeah. WrestleMania. It could end up being a triple threat match with her that's why I say and that, somebody else. That's why I said that this is probably the, the best match for me. Well, yeah, the second, on this. I'm telling you the judgment day beating the new catch Republic. I barely paid attention to, to be honest. Yeah, which that's kind of sad too because I love Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, but like, did Judgment Day really need the title still? No, like they've had them long enough. I'm just saying, like it doesn't like the story you need to tell for Damian Priest is like him 
cashing in and actually winning. I don't think he should be a stupid idiot like some of these other people are, even but though they've the... shown him to be stupid. But, like, <laughs> huh? I didn't say anything. Oh, I, was just I thought you who, said who Oh, I started to say, who do you think um, he would cash in against, though? I think he should do it against Seth. I think really because, okay, so mind you. Let's what do you say, think like, Seth is going to win? So we're talking about the next match after for, this, but do you yeah, think Seth like, is going to beat his opponent? To I me, don't know if I he will. it would make the most sense is if Seth barely scrapes by with Drew, Drew freaks out, beats the shit out of him, then Drew and Damien comes out and cashes in. Like, that's the only thing. Like, I honestly don't think that Damien has, like, an issue with, uh, like, taking people legit, though. Like, his size and everything going into it. Like, he could definitely just be, like, cash in. Like, if they push him face or something for some reason, and then he would just drop and, like, wrestle somebody, like, straight out of the gate. But I would think that that should be what it was. Either that or you do something where Drew gets the title again or, like, gets this one, beats Seth, then Damien cashes in on Drew. And then, you know, like, I just think that Damien Yeah, it's definitely not going to be the other title holder. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's not going to be against Roman because I think the story right now is Cody versus Roman, possibly Rock turning on him, and and like because they did the little L thing, like he was shooting a gun instead of doing the fingers. Mind you, my dog and cat are in the background, <laughs> in the background, all playing around. I guess so. <laughs> I told you, that, but. I told you the thing that should happen is that the reason Cody wins is because the rock turns on Roman. Well, I definitely, and then the next night the rock and Roman face off, that would be bad ass, but I don't think that's going to happen because there would be no promotion going into it. But I think that would be the smartest move because they, you know, but they want to sell tickets. So they would have to have some type of thing going. You can have both matches on the card. Well, that's what I'm saying. The people that are pissed because Cody's not, or Rock is not. You get both of them, and the people that ended up buying the tickets got both what they wanted. Go home happy, you know? And and it would be a freaking surprise because no one would expect that shit. Nobody would. I mean, except for us, because we would be like, holy shit. Because I was the one talking about it, but this would be another instance (laughs) where, you know, our little tiny podcast is has projected out what's going to happen in later pay-per-views. How many times have we done that? Where I don't know, said, a few times. Uh, I mean, but I mean <laughs> you know, like, it's just, it's not like people are listening and, hey, we're clairvoyant or whatever, but, uh, you know, like, I, I don't. No, Triple H like, is listening to our podcast. He keeps doing what we're doing. It would be doing. funny. That, if yeah, you're listening to our podcast, do an yeah. interview with us. Jeez, bro. <laughs> no. But uh, no, but, but so, yeah. I mean, anyway, I, I don't really have much to say James, about that yeah. match. You're gonna have to talk yeah, that like, one because I didn't pay that, attention. There wasn't a whole lot. I mean, I love how Pete Dunne just like breaks their bones and shit, but it was overly long for what it was. But like, and especially it didn't help out 
and considering and Tyler Bate. Considering it was only 17 minutes, or it was 17 minutes long, and that was the shortest match. Well, Well, they did. No, the shortest match was the Rhea Ripley match. It was 14. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Nia Jax is included, so of course you know why that was a shorter match. But uh, what's it called? So I just did. I knew that they, uh, I think they should have dropped the titles to them, but. I think what should happen, really, if they're not doing that, DIY and D- uh, them should go against each other, and DIY pulls out the uh, and gets the win. If they if they were just doing this for like having another team being in there, if you weren't going to give it to Pete Dunne and stuff, I don't think New Catch Republic is a good name though. They should have just kept it at British Strong Style. Well, if, it if doesn't make sense. I don't know if same, I would have to. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. I understand catch wrestling. Catch wrestling is fine, but if they already have, like, you already have their names. Like, granted, Trent Seven is not there anymore, but if you already ke- had them keep their names and take away Butch and add Pete Dunn again, why not just keep it at British Strong Style? I don't understand that. But, I mean, like, there's certain things that I definitely don't agree that they do that just kills me. Like, some of their team names is just fucking stupid. But, like, for everything, for, like, I think it's called, uh, what was it, the Final Judgment, I think, for Karrion Cross's team, right? I think it's, or Last Testament or something like that. Like, for every Progress Wrestling own the name, though? What, for British Strong Style? I don't know. Yeah. I thought they because ended up saying that their name was British Strong Style before, though. I thought. They, I don't know. They took I the new name. in NXT and, that they said that, like, or at least on NXT UK, they talked about British Strong Style. I don't know for a fact, though. But, I mean, you can't tell that you can't just talk to Progress Wrestling and be like, hey, can I fucking pay you money for the fucking trademark or something? You know, like they did. I, I get Yeet. it, but like, but I mean, they fucking but I mean, obviously bought the trademark rights for Yeet because well, yeah, they for didn't the, have it. For, yeah, but for the people that know Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate, I don't know if it matters. And that's yeah. the thing. Well, You'll that's know why I say Republic, like, but like me, I didn't know. I forgot who Tyler Bate was. Yeah. I, and, I mean, I remember when you came out and you're like, who is this dude? And I was like, Tyler yeah. Bate. <laughs> and so like that's why I said, first going, NXT UK yeah, champion. <laughs> yeah, going in, I didn't, uh, well, I didn't watch NXT UK. No, that was no, part of I the was reason. Just, oh, but, so you never watched the one where it was like the first one where it was just a bunch of the UK guys? No. Oh, uh-uh. okay. You should have so watched that because Finn Balor went against, uh, well, now it's uh, JD McDonough, but it, it's, before ring name was JD or, uh, uh, damn it. Something that, ah, man, I had it in my head and I said, JD McDonough threw me off. But anyway, it was like his protege. So they went and wrestled against each other. So, I mean, uh, anyway, it was a decent match, but I'm like, it shows that if they're going to drop the belts, they're probably going to do it at mania. And I would think that they're going to go against DIY because New Catch Wrestling beat DIY for this match. So I'm assuming that they're kind of blowing it off until they win the tag titles. 
I but mean, these were the I'm these guessing, were the ones but, that just didn't make sense. It was like they had to get Judgment Day on the freaking card. Yeah, and then it looked and, like he uh, Finn Balor had like a nasty cut or something at the end of the like he did the coup de gras or whatever. I like the double uh, South from Heaven move off the top rope though. That was pretty dope. He did the South from Heaven move, but he did it with both of them choke slammed them, and then they did the coup de gras afterwards. So, I liked moments in it, but I didn't love the match because I don't feel like Judgment Day needed to win. <laughs> well, they didn't need the match. That's what I was kind of yeah. getting at. But anyways, it was just to fill the card. Again, they only had four matches on the entire card. And an only yeah. an hour and a half worth of wrestling, really. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and then they had, I think it was the Grayson Waller effect was after this, right? They did, which was kind of, it was lame. I mean, it had yeah, Austin I mean, it was like 22 and, minutes where they were just talking bullshit. Yeah. It's like, and, and they were showing Grayson Waller as a good guy, kind of, because he was in Australia. I think that's the only reason why they did it, was yeah, trying to fill time with him being like there. Fill time, and it's, and it's then, another Australian. That's why I was saying they did it yeah. with Indy Hartwell, and they did it with, you knew Rhea Ripley was going to get the main event here. Yeah. And then, what's it called? Theory said, oh, man, his promo was fucking stupid. It was trash, it's yeah. because it's like, hey, any American heel. Oh, I'm like well, what, Vegemite. Well, it's like, yeah, but also what doesn't Australia make sense is he was talking like The Rock was a... <laughs> yeah, like I mean, he, was he was a face or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> It was the dumbest thing. But it, But, you know... Cody challenging the rock was the interesting part of the whole thing. I oh, think yeah. Which, uh, it's I, like I don't that, that makes the most happen, sense, but, but I don't think it'll yeah. ever happen, but, yeah. but it's the one that makes the most sense because storyline wise, he did slap him. So well, it's I mean, like, even that, even the, and then like, there was a promo that Cody cut where he was like, I don't even know why I didn't even diss your ancestors. And then you slap me. And I'm like, because I was thinking the same thing too when the promo happened. When he was talking, he was like sitting there saying that he was like, "Your family should be like ashamed of what you're doing," essentially. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then Rock came up and he was like, "You talking about his family is my family, so I smack you." It's like he was playing the face, right? Like the Rock was playing a face the whole time, and then he changed like. But it wasn't over nothing. He was just saying he he should be ashamed of what he's doing and, like, how he's skating by with what he's doing, which is that's what's happening. Like, every single match is him cheating. And it's always solo or somebody else getting involved or, like, literally I'm getting tired of seeing people on Twitter where they ride his dick so hard. (laughs) They ride his dick so hard where... All they talk about is like how much, oh, Roman needs to win and beat all these records. You think he needs to beat anybody's record? I think they are, it feels like they are just giving him the title because they have nothing else to do. Like yeah, honestly, I don't want to talk about Roman right yeah, now. Yeah, I know, I, I know. I was just, I was just mentioning it while we were kind of talking about the Cody thing. Yeah, I but, mean, I'm uh, just. But yeah, yeah but that was all the, like even people were commenting on Seth doing this, and there's like, no, 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 no. They're like, he's even a call, acknowledging the tribal chief. I'm like, 
He was kidding. You could tell he was joking. He was doing the total uh, jokey thing, you know, like about like a, a typical face person being like, oh, I'm going to, no, I'm not, <laughs> like that thing. But so people think that he's going to turn, uh, Seth is going to turn on Bro, uh, Bro or on Cody and all this shit. So anyway, it was stupid. And then like, they kind of like had Theory get his ass kicked and then Waller just sat back, even though that they're in a tag team together and they're both heels. <laughs> I don't know why they, like, I guess they were trying to make sure Cody and Seth didn't get booed or something. Yeah, that I like I said, that part didn't make sense because I was like, I guess it was just to get Austin Theory uh, beat up. I it just because yeah. he's the bad guy. I just don't get the whole segment. Kind of just didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it felt like they were just doing it just for yeah, Waller. And, and that's kind of was... how the whole card went for me because besides the fact that they were setting up who opponents would be for somebody else. The rest of the card really didn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. I mean, like, so like, you know, even Rhea Schreiber. Ripley facing Nia Jax later didn't make sense to me. Like that came out of nowhere. Like why her? Yeah. She, she hadn't defeated anybody else really on the roster since she came back, but then she gets a title match. It's like, okay. The one that makes the most sense for her to face off. See, that's the other thing. Becky Lynch to me. The way they had pushed that when Nia Jax came back, the perfect match for Becky Lynch at WrestleMania is against Nia Jax. Yeah. Because then, because they went down that path, and then that shit all of a sudden stopped because she was t- she was in her face telling her about the, the fact that she broke her nose, and then they just quit talking about it. Really? Then, so yeah. they didn't even do, like, another match or anything afterwards? No, no this was, what like, right hell? after... Right after Nia Jax came back, Becky Lynch got in her face, remember? Yeah, I they remember that. I thought that they did matches or something, so they didn't even do a blow-off to that or at all? Not to the point, not where it should have been if they did one. Yeah, I mean, because kind of fucking stupid. Well, we just talked know. about, she's only been back since Royal Rumble, Josh, remember? She came back at Royal Rumble. Oh, I thought she was back a little bit before that, but... Uh. But, I mean... But, but anyway, Royal Rumble yeah. was a month ago. That's what I'm saying. They haven't done much since then. So it's yeah. like, but she gets a title match. But, but and Becky Lynch now is facing off against Rhea Ripley. But they could have had, that's where Bianca could have made more sense to face off Rhea, against Rhea and Nia and Becky faced off. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah, definitely, anyways, I, I, I definitely agree. Like, uh. Um, but that's why I say but honestly, these, in the next but, match though, the one that won to me should have won. Yeah. Well, that's why I knew that it was going to happen. I, I, I think he's don't been think underutilized since he Sammy, was the title. Though. Like, I don't like how they did this whole promo about Sammy, about being an underdog and all this stuff. They're doing all this underdog shit with him again, you know, peak NXT Sammy which I think is best Sammy. <laughs> like, even though he's done some good stuff with Bloodline and everything else, but peak Sammy Zayn feels like always like an underdog story thing. But, like, they did this big old promo where he was talking about the championship, how he wanted to have the championship and all this stuff. And then 
then they had him lose to I forgot who they had him lose to. I thought it, it's not Logan Paul, but it was like Bobby Lashley or somebody. I don't remember who. And I was like, damn, so he's not even in the chamber? What the fuck? <laughs> but that's what I said. Logan Paul shouldn't have been. And Sammy yeah. maybe should have been. That's why I was saying that Logan Paul's the one that didn't make sense. But then you look at how he's rated in WWE 2K24, and he's got a higher rating than almost everybody that yeah. was in this match, which just does not make sense to me at all. Yeah, especially I mean, he's you know, got a he's rating of 90. It's of, like, what did he pay yeah. for that rating? I mean, it's like, yeah, come on already. Like, uh, like, first, not that first good. off, the, yeah, first off, the ratings don't matter really at the end of the day. No, but he's carried by matter. everybody right because now because he's so damn that, green. Well, the thing is, they you literally, if you pay the deluxe version where it has the season pass in it, it gives you the option to be able to change everybody's fucking stats. So they've been doing that for the past like fifteen years or something. So it really doesn't matter. So like literally I, I'm anybody just that you dislike, that... you could be at a zero. I was so, just making uh, no, a No, I understand that... because everybody in this match were like all at least former champions. Yeah. Other than Logan Paul, I think. Well, on LA Knight, right? Yeah. LA Knight. Yeah, LA Knight, but... yeah. Which is, eventually that's going to happen for him anyway. The yeah, way, I mean. How high he's over right now. But like to me. AJ Styles versus LA Knight does not seem like a money match to me because I've already no, seen. No, you know, like, based on what happened doing. in this match, that's happening. Yeah, because like, he's the reason he got freaking eliminated, basically. Yeah, so, so like it was disappointing and, with certain things. So, like, and it I looks think like it they're be... going down the path of possibly Logan Paul and Randy Orton, which is what like and what, it's like, what? but I mean that's why I say. You should be this good when you're getting matches with all these fucking people that carry you all the time. Well, and then all said, you can't... have to do is pull out brass knuckles out of your dick hole and then kiss them before you get knocked out. Like, yeah, <laughs> I which, shouldn't say dick which, hole, sorry. And, yeah, but like <laughs> in this match, it's like Randy, and I mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, but Randy Orton, I don't know if he was injured during this. Or if he was just selling his back because they were talking about it constantly throughout the oh, match yeah. was that yeah his because back we were talking hurt. about it the whole time we yeah. were watching it so <laughs> I think that took away from the match a lot because of his selling which is unfortunate because it's like was he hurt I've talked about it before like with CM Punk before was he hurt or wasn't he because if you're yeah. that good at selling your back you're really good. I'm telling you, yeah. in this match, if Randy Orton wasn't hurt, his selling in this match was incredible because you couldn't tell either way. And I haven't seen any articles since Elimination Chamber about him being hurt, so my thought is is that he wasn't, and this was part of him selling during the match. Yeah. And I think the problem is he did it so good it took away from the match itself. I mean, yeah, true that because that's and what I was thinking about every time it he took away from pacing. Every time he did yeah. something, it's funny because he would do an RKO jump. You know, when you do an RKO, he's jumping in the air and landing on his back. But every time he would do one, he'd he'd be on the mat for you know five minutes. a while. Yeah. Um. So it was like it just took away from the pacing, which. Yeah, so, like, there are certain things that seemed like Logan Paul was only in this match because Kevin Owens was in the match. 
That's the only thing that I could come up with. Either yeah, until be his he, name until he until alone. he took out Randy Orton at the end. That's why I was like that part. It's like, are they going down the path? Because a lot of times they do storytelling at Elimination Chamber. You kind of mentioned it before. Was that they kind of are doing stuff to set up what's going to happen later? I.e., yeah. AJ Styles attacking LA Knight during this match. It's kind of like last year so with Logan Paul yeah. and Seth Rollins too. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like, I don't know. But the do I want to see okay. Logan Paul and Randy yeah. Orton? No, I don't. Yeah, I'd much rather see Drew go and Sammy go against Seth because Seth is like the workies man's champ, champion the way that they put it. Right. But I want to see Drew so, win the title, even though he's a heel. Well, I think I that dude deserves a run because, with yeah. the belt, not in COVID. Yeah, yeah. Get, because I, I think I he got that. royally screwed. You know, he's not like gender. That dude busts his ass in the ring. And yeah. he's a good wrestler, and he hasn't gotten the and title especially since especially his then. promos have been great. Oh, yeah, since. well, he's been that especially, way for a while. Like when he tells the ref to grab his hand every time he wins to put his hand up. He's done that for a long time. And that's a heel move. Even when yeah. he was a face, he was doing that. And so, like, it makes perfect sense. But it also makes perfect sense, like you said, Josh, for Damien to cash in because he's going to run out of time. I yeah, think because he only, he only got, up. like, two more months, I think. Yeah, so it's like, I think it's it from makes a perfect from sense. Money in the bank. For Drew to lose and for him to beat the hell out of Seth. Yeah. And like that way, if he his, does, and his it heel gives him conviction right? to keep going. And well, then that opens up Damien versus Drew. Well, it wouldn't it make sense up... for Drew to win and then Seth attack Drew. Because yeah. Yeah. the mindset that Seth has, that doesn't make sense. It makes more yeah. sense for Drew to do it because he's been doing that lately. He did That's it. the only reason why I say that. Otherwise, so, if they're just going to do a thing where it's going to happen later, but like, I just hope that they don't do a situation where like Cody does win the title and then immediately Damian Priest comes out and then he fails, you know, like even if it's like on another Raw or whatever and he fails and he doesn't get to cash in because I really love Damian Priest. I think he, and like I love his homages to shit, and I like a lot of the stuff that he does, especially his big man moves. And I think he could do well being in a higher spot on the card. Well, we've but talked like, about it. The perfect people in the Judgment Day are Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, those and are the two perfect Ripley people. Too. Yeah. So and so, but you know, they were going down a path that seemed like. Uh, Damian Priest was going to leave Judgment Day. Yeah, it seemed like it, and then they dropped that too. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man? It's like, uh, I don't know. Like For everything that they book, sometimes they do something that I just do not like that they do. So, I mean, that's why I say with uh, that being said. I told you, Becky Lynch and Nia Jax, if she's going to be in the WWE, it makes perfect sense for those two to face off because of, the nose broke the nose incident they, yeah. they went about talking about it. it makes perfect sense for them to have a high profile match but anyways i'll, I'll yeah. quit talking about so, it for now anyway it obviously isn't wanted so we'll just no i was just saying like uh, i mean uh, i don't know what else to say oh no I'm, <laughs> i don't it. yeah i mean 
But uh, well, we could talk about the trash of a match that unfortunately oh, yeah. for Rhea so, Ripley. That okay. So the final one was Rhea versus Nia Jackson. I definitely don't like Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer for all the shit that I end up saying about them because I feel like Dave Meltzer's star ratings and shit are jack shit. They don't really matter at the end of the time, and you can tell he dick rides certain people, especially New Japan. He favors other places rather than other ones, like. Maybe it's issues with WWE or whatever because, like, I understand that certain situations matter or whatever, like, certain really good matches, but he's never said, like, Kurt Angle had a fucking five-star match, which is fucking insane. Just the Shane McMahon match with him where he's throwing him through the plates of glass should be a five-star one because you still remember it to this day, or at least I do. Right, that's the ones that should matter. It's the ones that you remember after a certain amount of time. Like you can still remember McFoley getting chopped out of the cage, or like Stone Cold's bloody face while he's getting in the submission. That shit you remember no matter what it is. Like you could remember it all the time. So these other matches, do I re- really remember them after a certain amount of that time? Do uh, but he said that. They sold out, like, they, and that Rhea Ripley looks like a star, essentially. He was like, she deserved the main event. But Nia Jax is probably never going to whiff a main event ever. Like, ever again, other than this one. And I was like, I could see that because her work ethic and how she treats people, like, literally in the first five minutes of this match, Nia Jax gets put into. Uh, Rhea Ripley does an off the apron Hurricane Rana and then she doesn't even go down. Mm-hmm. She just no sells the damn move, goes into the corner and gets a drop kick. So she didn't even respect the whole aspect of her being a champion and everything, trying to make her look good. I've said it before that I think Nia Jax only cares about making herself look good other than people that she works with. So I don't think that she deserves any of this stuff in the match because the matches are always shit because she no-sells. She doesn't make anything look good for her opponent. She never looks like she ta- like she damages herself. And then she does, like, she repeats the same move several times. Like, literally, we she saw her do four a leg, leg drop. Drops last three, night. Yeah, she did at least three or four leg drops. In the same match, and they only said you said that it was fourteen minutes or uh, something. Fourteen for, minutes, yeah, yeah, fourteen, 14 minutes, minutes for the match, and she did a leg drop four fucking times, and she connected twice. Well, she did like three Samoan <laughs> drops. Yeah, she did a Samoan drop, which me... off the top of the rope. I was like, okay, that was cool. I was wondering if like uh, Rhea Ripley was going to do the Riptide off the top rope which I understand for Nia's size, it's going to be hard to do. But she even got her up for the Riptide to beat her. But, like, the whole time she was getting her ass whooped. And, of course, most of anything that anybody remembers out of the match was mostly how far, (laughs) like, the positions that she put her in the submissions that, that people were posting as memes on Twitter and everywhere else where... And pretty much her ass was showing. <laughs> so pretty much that's what they were paying attention to was her getting folded up 
and then her ass pretty much just being wedged out rather than the match itself. Like, I don't think anybody's going to remember this match. I don't think anybody's going to care about this match other than that Rhea Ripley got a main event uh, thing in her home, like in her yeah, home country. Yeah, unfortunately, with Nia Jax, every move she does, she acts like the other person doesn't matter. It's like well, that's what, she just that's throws not... them down like they're kind of a piece of garbage. She did that move where she did the Samoan drop on the announce table but didn't clear it first. So yeah. Nia, so Rhea Ripley landed on the damn TV screens that are sitting on the the announce table. Well, then she gets on a chair. So mind you, Nia Jax is not a small woman. Yeah. She's standing on a chair and does an elbow drop off of it. Does not get any ele- elevation at all off this chair. Yep. Yep. And la- and I think the the only reason we talked about it, the only reason they did the move was because the announce table didn't break. And I think Off if the- she would have moved the monitors out of the way, she probably would have broken the table. Like yeah, because I mean, this- Rhea took the full brunt of her Simone drop through that damn monitor and yeah. it left a mark on her back. So yeah, I mean, so like- that's the kind of stuff I talk about. She throws people into the corner like they don't care, like that doesn't matter. She yeah, doesn't put. She doesn't I, look I, into the safety of the people she's wrestling with. Yeah, and, like uh, there's all these great guys that you could tell that, or like great women and great uh, girl, like great women and men wrestlers. Period. That will help you. That want to protect you in a match. And Nia Jax is just not those that person. No, and just she does that. What is it called? The girl. annihilator, where she yeah, does now basically it's like, like bonsai drop. It's like the, yeah. yeah, the bonsai drop. Yeah, and she literally puts her entire weight on people. She doesn't like yeah. like, and it's not gra- like. And granted, I think Yokozuna like full on put all his weight on some of these people because if you look back at some of his finishers. He landed all brunt force on their chest. But, like, it's like, do you... Uh, it just shows that she doesn't yeah, females really... Are di- I don't mean to put the females in a different respect, but females have a different structure than guys do. So I don't know... Well, if, I understand that. I'm I don't just know saying, if it like, should be the I, same. I get like, dudes oh, doing yeah. it because... Especially if she did it to, like, Charlotte, where they yeah, have I mean, breast implants and shit like that, yeah, and uh, if she lands on it... Like, I think we've talked about it before, similarly. Like, I just don't I think that she just doesn't care about... Uh, I no, don't she doesn't. think she and deserves the recognition for, just because she's a big woman. And I think or, Rhea I Ripley... I, woman, but yeah, like, and Rhea Ripley at the... And I don't care about that. If she was a decent wrestler, I'd be talking good about it. Um, but Rhea Ripley, I think at the end, kind of made it perfectly known like there were issues with the match when she shoved her hand against her face on the pin like oh yeah she pushed her head to the side she does that a lot but it seemed like very forceful she, in she, this yeah one. she did it forceful at the end yeah so, so i don't know if they even care about each other or whatever but i know that most times whenever you're working with somebody you gotta make it work so even yeah. if you don't like each other you still gotta make it work so maybe that's what happened maybe i don't know exactly like for sure we wouldn't know unless she like Rhea says shit or whatever at a later date but 
Like, that's why I say, like, it ended on a disappointing note because I think Rhea deserves better. (laughs) And I think everybody as a whole deserves better. And people are, like, trying to say, oh, her run this time is better than the run last time. No, it's worse because she's literally walking around like she don't give a shit. Because literally she's almost injured, like, four or five people since she got back. So it's like... That's why I say it's uh, it's just an annoying situation. And then she talks about how she doesn't listen to fans, like she don't give a shit about fans no, either. That's why so she like, shouldn't care about no nothing. one's going to cheer for part you. Of that, I don't know if part of that's because she's a relative of the Rocks. Well, I don't think it's so, so much of a relative of the Rock. But Rock could have been like, "Don't let it get to you," and this and that. But like. I, just I don't know don't with the Rock's attitude. The I don't know if I would say the same thing. I think the Rock kind of has the same attitude, especially well, at this know. point possibly. that I've been hearing. But, but well, anyway, possibly I don't know for I, sure because I, I don't just know don't people, care for so. Nia Jax. I never have. We've done a podcast directly about Nia Jax on this yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, so, and that's why I'm like uh, every time it seems like that's why I try not to like and go back into like what we talked about before and just keep it relevant towards but none the, of none of it's just changed unfortunately. but like yeah it's it like, seems like it's still doing the same worse. stuff yeah I mean yeah, it just feels like it's gotten worse rather than better so, so I mean <laughs> yeah the whole card to me wasn't very good and we had to like get through four hours because they actually this time they put the kickoff show on so we yeah, had to like fast yeah, forward because yeah. we didn't watch the kickoff show. Yeah, because most times we don't because I mean, like a lot of it is just rehashing the the matches that are going to happen on the card. I would understand if we were watching it live, but if we were watching it live, I would be watching it at like four in the morning or something. Yeah, so an or hour and a half of worth of yeah, an hour and a half worth <laughs> of matches for four hours and twenty minutes on a card. Yeah, and so that was just a shit help. ton of ads. Like, that's why I think for quality wise, I mean, still. I mean, I only pay so much for Peacock, so, so at least we, getting all that stuff for free. But like, yeah. So dude, at least we can like, say, like the uh, next one we're going to be doing, which is this weekend. That's AEW Revolution. Oh, Revolution's already happening. Yeah, it's March. Fuck. It's March. It's Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm wondering. I'm like, I don't even know what the matches are or nothing. That one. That one <laughs> will be. Three, oh, other four than hours of wrestling. Yeah, yeah like, that I will be three or four hours worth of wrestling. So unlike this one, that you get four hours of a card where it's only an hour and a half of wrestling, AEW's will be four hours worth of wrestling. There will be four hours of wrestling yep. on that show. So anyway, so um, I haven't really been paying too much of attention about AEW either recently. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. I mean, honest, like, it's anything, been, I think there it, was only, the, but, the, I think it's Swerve and Hangman versus Samojo. I know of that one. And then Sting and, uh, Sting and Darby Allen going against Young Bucks, which I'm assuming that they're going to lose so the titles to the yeah, Young Bucks. Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong. Samoa Joe versus Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, Tony Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo. Oh, yeah, that's one of the other ones. Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson. Will Ospreay versus Takashita. Christian Cage. Who against Takashita? Will Ospreay. Ooh. And then Christian Cage versus Daniel Garcia. 
because they ended up having Will Ospreay with Takashita before, so that's yeah. kind of weird now that they Christian they Cage had a versus Daniel them. Garcia, Wardlow versus Hobbs versus Lance Archer, and then FTR versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, okay. So, um, damn, but that's so the like, car. Oh, that's the current car. I mean, it sounds but, like there would be pretty good matches like throughout. I but mean, that'll be our podcast. The next podcast you guys will hear here on yeah. here. So, um, but I don't. I don't know if we have anything else to say about. Nope, pretty much not. This one. Like so, pretty much any anybody that's made it to this uh, portion of the uh, the podcast, I would like to say thanks for listening and everything, and follow our website where all of our stuff, all our podcasts and videos and stuff are on, and then. Uh, we got videos about random reactions and then uh, screen creeps and all the other stuff that's going on right now. The theater junkies. We just talked about Madam Web on, and stuff on there. So, I mean, we're covering a bunch of stuff. I, I need to go start doing music reviews and stuff again. But, like, pretty much we have everything on the website and all of our social medias and stuff. Yep. We, we live stream and all that. Uh, yeah. You can find all of the stuff on there. So, like, uh, thank you guys for watching. We will talk to you guys in the next podcast. Bye. See ya.